What is up, what is up, podcast listeners of This Week in the Rio Grande Valley? I'm Eddie Picasso, and I am your host of This Week in the RGV. Uh, man, it's been a while since I recorded one of these episodes, and it's just, uh, man, I wish I could be doing more. I know I could be doing more, and it's just, oh, my uh, schedule has just been off the wall the last few weeks, uh, ever since uh, I started slowing down on these podcast episodes, really. And, uh, but I've been wanting to get back on it. I've got this huge plan of revamping this podcast and it's just, uh, it's taking me a little bit longer than I expected. And that's kind of why I did the interim uh, podcast episode, the last one I, I just put out number 32 a couple weeks ago, I think. And uh, this is pretty much another interim uh, podcast episode just because, oh my gosh, it's so much going on. It's like, I can't find the, I can't seem to find the time to record them. Uh, just because I do, I guess I do have the time to record it. It's just, uh, just the way I've been recording them before. It's just a kind of like on the go uh, podcast episodes and trying to uh, fill in as I'm driving and stuff like that. But I kind of want to do more. I have this huge plan, this huge dream of uh, really revamping this whole podcast and bringing on on some uh, stellar podcast guests. And it's just, uh, I haven't gotten around to it. I need help. I need some help. And I don't mean maybe uh, mentally as well but um, I'm talking about actual physical help and uh, so I've talked about it on my uh, on my video vlogs on uh, YouTube I'm, I'm stuck in this uh, in this pl- this interesting place where uh, I haven't been able to uh, produce any income uh, through my real estate uh, since I react since I reactivated my real estate license it's been uh, mostly laying out, laying out the foundation of uh, my business. So when it, whenever it does ramp up, I'm able to keep up with the production and the quality of service. So I haven't been really, I've been fo- more focused on the quality of service that I provide than actually just making a quick buck. And it, I think it's something that's crucially different than what I've done in the past, where I've only, I've been. I've chased the quick buck in the past and now I've completely changed that. It's been uh, nearly four months since I reactivated my license with no sales. Uh, not that I haven't been trying, not that I haven't been working my ass off. It's just I haven't been pushing it to the point where I'm just trying to make a quick buck. I'm actually focused on providing the value and actually building a long-term uh, game plan. And so that's kind of what it's been. So now it's... Uh, my long-term game plan, I guess, to provide a little bit of context, is pushing uh, a lot, as much value as I can through content, as far as the podcast episodes, my YouTube blog, uh, social media engagement, and all that stuff. I need to. I've been trying to keep up with all the engagement I've been having, as far as replying to comments, like, share, stuff like that. And it's uh, social media itself is a full-time job. And oh my gosh, I keep saying it over and over again, just because. Uh, it's hard to keep up. Gary Vee talks a lot about uh, the different strategies of uh, push, pushing content while still doing your, your your gig, right? And providing that quality of service and providing that value. But each one is its own business plan and each one just takes that amount of effort. Each one is a full-time job. Me uh, prospecting for clients, following up, doing showings, uh, listing properties, doing listing presentations and all that stuff is a full-time gig and then having on top of that to actually push all that content, it's uh, another full-time gig on top of that. So you're talking about two full-time jobs and it's no joke, man. 
Um, it's, it's, it's something that I want to touch base on. Tomorrow I have a presentation to do for the ASU Online Business Student Association, uh, which I'm super excited about. I uh, was supposed to have done it sometime last year. It didn't happen just because of scheduling conflicts, and I, I get to do it. Uh, I get to try it again tomorrow, and it's something that I want to push as far as building that brand. My topic is supposed to be about that transition going from college to actually go, uh, joining the, the workforce, right? And so building that brand, I think, is more crucial than ever nowadays just because nobody none of the millennials stick around or they're not fully committed to one employer they uh me myself i've had numerous amount of employers in my in my short history in uh the workforce and i think it's only gonna get worse we're well, not worse but it's only gonna multiply as far as the number of employers that people go through and so i think that building a brand behind your building a personal brand is super important to be able to carry your name your clients your leads everything on with you where in whatever you do whatever endeavor you decide to take and so I kind of want to talk about that and it's just because it's so important and it's just building the brand itself especially through social media is a full-time gig and so that just because I, I wanted to express that or how important that is just because I'm to that point of uh, going back to that to that topic I was talking about where I'm at this interesting point where I have not producing income I'm still I've gained a, a huge list of clients that I'm currently working with that I know that once it starts to once I start getting closings it's just gonna be like bam 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 like a domino effect one after the other just because I've done I've strategized it in a long-term plan where uh, I'm building those relationships and looking at that at turning a profit later on down the line and not just making a quick buck so now that I've amassed a pretty good size of a list of clients uh, it's trying to keep up with all those clients and then trying also to push that content without still making any actual income it's like oh, it's that that point where that glass ceiling that you can't break through just because I can't bring anybody on because I don't have the money to pay them but then uh, I still have to I, I'm still committed to providing that quality of service so it's like ah like I spread myself kind of thin and that's kind of where the point where I'm at and it's gotten to the point where I've actually considered bringing some uh, uh, unpaid intern to help me out to get started and then eventually turn them into a paid intern and then hopefully a full-time employee stuff like stuff like that uh, I just haven't gotten the time to get around to actually doing a a job post and all that good stuff so it's interesting it really is interesting just because I can't say that all the effort that I put into it has been a lost cause just because I'm getting so much feedback so much positivity from everything that I'm pushing people every day on a daily basis I get feedback from people like hey I'm seeing what you're doing it's I'm super excited for you can't wait to see more than uh, more of what you're doing this and that and it's like uh, like I'm now committed I'm in a place where I'm fully committed I'm a hundred percent in I've burnt all the bridges and there's no going back and I've got to produce the content that is expected with the value that's expected but at the same time keep up with the quality of service for my clients and it's like oh, oh my gosh uh, and it's gotten it's only fixing to get uh, more my schedule fixing to get a lot more busy moving forward I started off uh, with my real estate license attending a bunch of events networking events uh, real estate forums everything everywhere I could go everywhere I could be to show face to interact to 
uh, build relationships. I was there, and now it's at a. I'm at a point where I don't. I, I don't have time for it. I'm actually now having to be really selective about the events that I attend and the the networking that I do and the people that I talk to. And that included in that is my podcast, which is right now it's a priority. But uh, I don't want to sacrifice a quality of content just to push something out and that's kind of why you've kind of scarcely been seeing uh, these episodes come out just because I don't want to push just crap out but at the same time I don't want to I've already lost a lot of the audience already I, I've seen some of my podcast episodes dwindle at a, the la, I think the last one I published I've only had two plays and, like, and I think one of them is from where I actually I think when I publish it actually comes out as a one listen to so it's like uh, like I've already my, my audience is already dwindling and then for me to still not engage and not push content out is like uh, I feel like I'm doing a disservice so uh, this is kind of like these episodes are kind of like the uh, in-between of like oh, I'm still here don't forget about me but still uh, still having to wanting to push that quality content out so going into moving over to uh, a little bit of uh, value add right so the I'm talking about the events that I had been attending so up until February I was pretty good at attending local events uh, of course you know the last two years I've attended some amazing super grand events Tony Robbins John Maxwell Dave Ramsey Grand Cardone I mean you name it I've uh, seen a lot of the big heavy hitters uh, but since I reactivated my license I, I kind of focused a little bit on more local events more local influencers uh, just because I want to be able to network and all that good stuff. So in the month of February, I believe, February and March, it started off with uh, Dr. Luis Torres, who is a chief economist, uh, research economist with the Real Estate Center at Texas A&M, who provided some amazing value into the, the marketplace, into the housing market, talking about how uh, the construction market or the uh, new construction uh, has seen the most improvement uh, uh, over the last few years with uh, office space being the, the lowest performer and the housing market not uh, in 2019 not being as hot as it was in 2018 but still a strong economy uh, uh, they, they still he still foresaw or he still forecasted a pretty strong economy going to 2019 and then 2020 was still up in the air we're still waiting to see what the housing market is going to look like in 2020 but it is expected if anything if anything it may slow down. It's still going to have some growth, but not as much growth as we've experienced over the last 12 months, 18 months, or even the last few years. And then uh, shortly after that, I got to see uh, Ted C. Jones, uh, chief economist up in uh, uh, from Stewart Title, I believe, up in Houston, who came down and gave a phenomenal speech. That guy's hilarious, man, by the way. He's, he's amazing. He's super funny. He's super interactive. I love watching him uh, speak. And he pretty much, uh, he backed up what Dr. Luis Torres had said, had mentioned about the economy, how strong it was, how all eyes are in the Rio Grande Valley. Uh, and that includes the Port of Brownsville, which should be expected to be the number one port of entry for shipments coming in from Panama, where it is now considered uh, the largest land, uh, the, land, the la largest landowner port in the country. Uh, it, it's a port that owns the most land. Uh, as a port of entry and so that's super exciting uh, 
not to mention SpaceX was also already starting to conduct uh, test flights in uh, Boca, Chica, uh, Bola, uh, Boca Chica Beach Boulevard or Beach and uh, McAllen has also been seeing some great strides uh, also seen a lot of uh, a lot of movement before International Bridge is the number one uh, rated port for exports and imports of or transportation of uh, gas products petroleum products and uh, what else it's just so much going on it's like everywhere you go you see uh, you see more and more subdivisions more and more construction more and more commercial projects uh, being built or being worked on and it, it, it it's hard not to see or it's hard not to notice the big disparity the huge disparity in the home values and the income uh, the income in the area the we're we're still in a region that's still considered one of the lowest income uh, regions in the country but then we're also the, the we've seen the most improvement or the most growth in housing in the two hundred thousand dollar range and higher so where is this money coming from it's of course a lot of it has to do with uh, uh, international investments from Mexico City and Monterey Mexico but there's still a big disparity there's so many new subdivisions that are coming up that are in the, that are starting in the two hundred thousand dollar range where is the income to support that and I think that uh, yesterday I had a home inspection and the inspector actually told me something that was very interesting uh, that he was actually seeing some similarities between now and what happened in 2007 before, before the big crash and uh, that was that the, the, the huge disparity in that people people are getting so many loans that uh, it's getting to the point where it's almost inflating the prices I don't see it but it's an interesting point from an actual inspection point just because he's he's uh, in a, he's de he's seeing it from a different perspective that's what I'm trying to say and uh, so I think that more than ever it's gonna be more important to focus on affordable housing which is something that I'm looking forward to get designated for uh, Texas State affordable housing I think it's super crucial right now and even more moving forward just because of uh, what's expected to happen in the next 10 years which is 30% of the workforce being displaced due to technology advancements uh, technological advancement so I think that as we see as we move into the future I heard that two years ago about the 30% the disparity or the 30% displacement uh, it's already two, almost two years in, and it's only a short time before technology really takes over, and we start seeing a lot more. We just, uh, I think, uh, J.C. Penney just announced that they're going to be closing about 27 stores nationwide. So it's like we're seeing it; it's happening in front of us, and so many people are just not ready for what's coming. And I think that the, the big disparity in the home values and the income levels is just gonna start to get wider and I think that affordable housing is gonna be a big issue and I think it's gonna it has to be a focus moving, moving forward we already started seeing in the bigger cities uh, like uh, Santa Barbara California or actually San Francisco California Silicon Valley where the cities are actually asking for help or asking the big tech companies like the like uh, Apple Microsoft and all the, the uh, Amazon to put their part or play their part in the affordable affordability of housing and the destitute so uh, we were seeing that move over to the Texas area as more, more more and more people start moving into Texas to avoid the high the 
outrageous prices in California. And the inevitable, inevitable thing is that it, that will eventually start uh, trickling down to the Rio Grande Valley from also from our state capital. Uh, one thing that that uh, Ted Jones had mentioned that was super important that I did, uh, that Mr. or Dr. Luis Torres didn't mention before or that I didn't hear him mention. I actually have the recordings. I need to go back and re-review all that stuff and really start providing, uh, filtering out more of that information was that the growth that we've been seeing and that we're going to continue to see is because of job growth. It's a natural growth. Uh, I was asked a few weeks ago on my uh, video blog when I was talking about it, uh, whether, well actually I'm sorry, no it was Facebook that somebody replied to one of my comments, one of my posts because Ted Jones had mentioned that the question that he always gets asked is are we are we going to be seeing a, a bubble, are we, are we experiencing a bubble and his answer was no, he was confident about the housing market but the comment was made that on my Facebook page that the, that the right question should have been is will there be a correction and I personally think that maybe not a correction, but a slowdown uh, may be in effect because uh, what Ted Jones had mentioned was that the growth that we've been experiencing is not a bubble. It is not uh, artificial growth. It's actually job growth uh, fueling the economy right now. Uh, and so with a strong job growth equals more spending power and a stronger economy, therefore solidifying the housing market. And uh, that's what we're experiencing right now. So, one thing that uh, didn't get mentioned that I just saw, that I read an article on uh, by Lawrence Young from the National Association of Realtors uh, was that even though we haven't seen as many, we, we've seen a slowdown or less closings, less sales in the last quarter than we saw in, in uh, better, the better part of 18 or a year before. Uh, where there was actually an increase in the amount of uh, mortgage applications that were submitted and the uh, offers for purchase that were submitted. Those were uh, those had increased over the past year, which means that even though they have not closed, that these transactions are in the pipeline. And as we go into the spring and move into the summer when it's moving season, then we're sure to see a lot more of that activity uh, take place and really may, maybe even make up for some of those that slowdown over the past six months. So uh, I hope that makes sense. I hope that helps a little bit. It gives a little bit of insight into what we're experiencing right now in the housing market in the Rio Grande Valley. There hasn't been a more exciting time to be uh, invested in the Rio Grande Valley. Yes, we were around during the uh, 2008 crash or whatever you want to call it, the recession. But right now, all eyes are on the Rio Grande Valley and we're this, it, it just so happened. It's kind of like one of those uh, events where everything, all the, all the stars just uh, line up just right, where the housing economy, the real estate market is strong. But at the same time, we're experiencing such an amazing growth and um, such progress in the Rio Grande Valley that it's, uh, it's an exciting time to be in real estate in the Rio Grande Valley. So, um, I hope that helps. If you have any questions, please like, share, and comment on this. I would really appreciate it. Uh, it will really guide me in the right direction. So uh, if you have any questions, concerns, please feel free to reach out. I'm available anytime, anywhere. Thanks for tuning in, guys. Stay frosty, my friends. I love you guys. Peace.